This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 a ticket veteran and Creed stand, Jake Bakoven. I love that band, Creed. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Welcome back on the block. I'm E. Stricken. That is my partner, Jake Bachman. We welcome you back to On the Block with Stricken Bach. We've been talking a little bit with Sipple about Nebraska football. We've also been talking a little bit about Nebraska basketball and also the women and the wonderful things that they've been doing. It's all good on the block tonight. Bach, you asked a tremendous question to Sipple a little bit earlier, and that question was talking about Nebraska basketball. And so when you asked that question, you talked about what it would be like to go up to Ohio State, snag one, and what would that actually mean? Do you think it would matter? Would it would it allow you to re-engage? Or you guys, we want to hear from you on the Sutter Heyman text line at 402, a new number, 402-999-4620. Or you can call us on the Honda Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685. And again, the question deals with Nebraska's going out to Ohio State. They got a tough one ahead of them. Big win on the road. They've struggled on the road. They they seem like they turned a corner, but we've seen that before with Minnesota. So we're hoping that it's a continuation of what uh, other teams have been able to do and that string something together. Go on the road. They finally got over the hump. They got a big road win. Now they go out to Ohio State to face a top 25 team. If they're able to clip the Buckeyes, how would you view it? Would you view it? Call us again on the Sutter, uh, uh, on the uh, Honda Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685 or text us. We want to hear from you on the, on the, on the uh, uh, Sutter Heyman text line at 402-999-4620. And we want to know, would that change your perspective? Would you see the Huskers a little bit differently? Do you feel that they've turned the corner? Do you think that uh, you would jump back on and, and, and follow the team uh, wherever they may go going here on after? So, Bach, now that I turn that question to you, as Steve Simple had just answered previously on the last segment. Yeah, I, I think I think the I previous segment. Yeah, I think Simple is right, though. I mean, I think it would have to change how you view the season. Um, not significantly. I, I think obviously the majority of the season has been written for Nebraska. You're not going to have a better than 500 record. You're not going to go, um, you know, part a miracle in Indianapolis. You're not going to go play postseason basketball. So unfortunately, a, a lot of it has already been written, but at least you it can give you that feel good moment. I think that, you know, Penn State in the moment was kind of that, right? I mean, because they looked the part, they looked exactly the way that they were recruited to. That was the team, um, the vision, I suppose, that Fred Hoiberg, I think, had in mind when he put this team together. But when you when you kind of look back on it, if you look at the season as a whole and two wins in the Big Ten or whatever, yeah, it's it's, it's a good win. I don't want to downplay it too much in the moment, but it's not one that you're going to look back at and you know at the you know, as you're looking back over the season and say, okay, that's where that that was the big one. That was the feel good moment. 
you need a bigger victory for that. And in Ohio State, in Wisconsin especially, which is coming up after this, could definitely be that. For what it's worth, the Wisconsin game, by the way, could be very interesting. Wisconsin and Purdue play tonight. If Purdue wins that game, then they're tied at, at the top of the Big Ten standings. And if Nebraska beats Wisconsin, you know, they could they could at least, you know, take that away. So I think there are still there's still another opportunity on the final evening of the year. But certainly if you could beat Ohio State, it would change a little bit of the way that you viewed the season. Um, even even to the point where you would say maybe at, at some point that vision did kind of hit, you know, at, at some point they did kind of figure it out. It was just far too late and not, you know, not enough time to, um, to turn things around, but it would be, it would, it would be huge. I mean, I I think it could get um, people interested, re-engaged for the Wisconsin game for the big 10 tournament um, for a lot of people that have probably checked out at this point in the year. Well, I mean, it's going to be a tough feat. I mean, the Ohio state Buckeyes have won eight of their last 12 since their loss to Wisconsin back in January. And now they're trying to get the coveted double buy in the Big Ten tournament. So, you know, a loss to Nebraska wouldn't be one that would bowl well for them in, yeah. in any form or fashion, you know, with regard to their seeding. And also, that double bye means a lot. That means you've got to play less games and expend less energy in order to pull it out. Plus, the Buckeyes are 12-1 and one in Value City Arena. So, I mean, this it doesn't look good. So that would, I, I for me, I think that would be something, you know, a team that's 12-1, and one, um, in their in their home gym and you go in and clip them and then that would that that would that would raise my eyebrows a little bit i i think i'd have to take a you know a double take a do a a scooby-doo you know one of them <laughs> yeah. wait now what's going on I, I would have to probably do that i think also i have a question for you and i just thought about this this just kind of popped in my head like the have you ever seen a team now, I, I can say I've seen a few bad teams, like maybe, you know, 12 and 10 or 15 and 10 type of teams go to the NCAA tournament. I mean, they got hot. They were four or five seeds in their conference. Usually the ones that I see like that are those SBCU teams, you know, that they go out and they play a tough non-conference schedule, get their head beat in a little bit, make a little money, and then you know, they go into their tournament and they got a lot of losses. You know, you normally see that. But have you ever seen a power five? I, I just want to throw it out there. Anybody on the Sauter Hammond text line, text me. And if you know this answer, I, I, I'm really just asking. 402-999-4620. Um, if you've ever seen a team with a record like Nebraska's, that bad. Go on and get hot and come out winning their their conference tournament and go to the NCAA tournament. I just want to know, because I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen it, and I've seen a lot of basketball, but I'm wondering if somebody just happened to get hot like that and that actually happened. What do you think, Bob? Well, I think a few years ago, Georgia, it might have been like 10 years ago now, but Georgia had had a run where they were like basically 500 after winning the conference tournament. Yeah, um, so I've seen that. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, Oregon State wasn't expected to do much last year. They ended up, you know, with a decent record and in the Elite Eight. 
And if you check them out now, they're at the bottom of the Pac-12. They have like two wins on the, in, the, in the conference play. So it was just it was just a team that got hot at the right time. And I don't know how much you know how, how much they had bringing back, but I'm certainly expected that they believe they could do more than that. But you know, sometimes they it broke is everybody's bracket. I can tell. Oh, you they that. definitely everybody's did that. Everybody's bracket got broke on that one. Oh yeah, and even just the Pac-12 bracket uh, was surprising enough that they were in there. So there's been teams that have, have been able to kind of put it together and get hot. And I think that this team that's kind of the frustrating part about it right is it doesn't um it doesn't it's not a, a you know a team with all the answers it you know it has plenty of problems but i think that there's enough talent on there that it looks better than a 2 and 16 team so you could imagine that maybe they could get in a, you know a little bit uh things going like this ohio state game tonight normally um and maybe this is more so in other sports but when you play a top 25 team you say oh that two and sixteen team doesn't have a chance. Well, Nebraska already took this team to overtime in Lincoln. I mean, they they're not going to go in there thinking, yeah, we just can't play with this team. They're too good. Um, you know, they're, they're you're going to have to believe that they can. Um, they're going to have to believe, and, and I believe they will believe, especially coming off that Penn State game, um, that they're able to to get it done tonight. Uh, Nate, we did get a, t- a call in from somebody, so maybe somebody uh, told Nate a, l- a little information there. Nate, did you get a call on the uh, on the bad record? Um, tournament team uh yeah I, I haven't been listening to the entire conversation i've been doing some podcasting but he mentioned uh a few years back kemba walker and yukon won the big east tournament and it was kind of uh you had to win to get into the field and then i'm pretty sure that team because they had jeremy lamb too i'm pretty sure that team went on to win the entire tournament correct me if i'm wrong yeah i think that was like they they won as an eight seed i believe did. yeah yeah i think that team did yeah that's crazy. And, you know, and, 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 and I look at it and I, I say, if I'm a talented team, why not? Why? You know, and so that's and so and the reason I'm thinking about that, Bob, because I'm looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, as a coach, right, you go into a, another home, another team's home gym and you end up clipping them in, you know, daunting fashion. Like you clip them like for real, for real. And then what if you get hot? Like, what if that just like ignites a fire and you're not a bad team. You're a good team that has taken some of these top teams to the brink of an L. What, you know, why not? And that's the kind of conversation as a coach I'd be having. I'd be saying, you know, that would be one of those ones. Like, this is what I've been, this is what I've been telling you guys all year. This is what you guys are capable of. This is what I said you guys can do. What, what you know, we, we're going to forget about what happened now. Let's work from right now. You know, I mean, I, I would be having one of those type of conversations with them. Look, it's not over. It's not over, guys. Why can't we do it next week? Why can't we do it this day? Why can't we even do it in the tournament? Why can't we win five straight? Why not us? Why not us, like, be the team that shocks the world? Like, then. I would I would say something so inspiring like that. Like, do you want to shock the world? Why can't you do this? Let's do this every week. You know, we you will shock the world if you do this. You know, if, if something like this happens, then I might have to change my mind about Bryce. I mean, I might say, Damn, Bryce, you know, maybe, maybe you might need to go right now. Like, yeah. you hot. You hot right now, baby. You might need to pop. That, I mean, you know, <laughs> Bryce, you want to go? You, 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 you want to break? Show me some, baby. Come, come, give me a, give me a tournament victory. Get me in, you know, 
I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm spitballing. I, I know some of y'all listening are probably like, Strick is tripping. What is he on? Is he on that 420 today? Did he go see the Snoop concert? <laughs> You're at least motivational. You're at least pretty optimistic about what can happen. But certainly, I mean, like, I think that the question is, how do you maintain momentum from having such a, a strong performance against Penn State, is that something that's just going to stick with the team through the plane ride home and, you know, this just morale's up and, you know, they, they come out shooting hot again tonight? Do you think that that's something that usually can kind of stick? Because it seems to for teams, you know, you kind of go through hot sh- and shooting spurts. It's not like often it's not just one game. So how, how does that how does that kind of maintain? Is it just the confidence is up? The way it maintains is, when you go back and watch that film, remember we talked, uh, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of times that like I would throw that film like straight in yeah. the trash. Like I would maybe I'd watch the other team. I wouldn't even watch that one if I was <laughs> Nebraska. But I would watch that film, and I might watch it twice, and I might tell these guys, if you do that, I don't see any limits on what you guys can do the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really. If you rebound like that, if if you can do these things and take good shots like you did there, okay, that ball came out, boom, that next pass, yes, you had a shot, but guess what? He had a better one. You made the right play. Yes, you could have taken that shot or taken that drive and had that layup, but you saw the big, big guy coming over and boom, you hit the guy, made the right play, and look, we got a good shot. You guys shoot great when you take good shots. And so I would be inspiring for that. I would be motivating for good play, team rebounding, no leaking out, making the right play on the break, unselfishness, getting the little and loose balls, you know, winning certain areas on the, on the category, uh, on the different categories on the box score. You know, I would be focused on those things and honing in. Not everything on the box. I just see certain things right here. Yeah. If you win this area of these box scores and you maintain and minimize possessions and, okay, you, you, you turn the ball over a little bit more than they did, but if you still do this, you can make up for it. Let's go. I think we have another uh, caller response date uh, over there. Uh, yeah, well, one, uh, the Connecticut thing, uh, the Connecticut team I was thinking of was Shabazz Napier, his senior year in 2014. Uh, that was the correct UConn team. Shabazz Napier actually has two national championships. Yeah. Shout out, Shabazz Napier. Also, we have Bob on the line, and he has a very interesting scenario that I think you guys are going to like. All right, all right, Bob, uh, you're on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. How's it going, Bob? Hey, it's going good. Uh, I just want to say a shout out to Machata's. I've never been there before. I went, and I can't believe that four pound that four pound burrito pipeline. Man, I might not have to eat for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's good. It's good. Hey, thanks for uh, you know, thanks for uh, uh, having that advertisement because I loved it. Um, but anyway, you know, what if Nebraska goes into Ohio State, beats Ohio State at home? Okay, that's two road wins. Two great road wins back to back, and a and a good Iowa performance. Go to the Big Ten tournament and happen the Cinderella team happen to win. Now you're in the NCAA tournament, and you only need two wins to get to Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you eat a burrito and sip on some tequila? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Hey, you know what? This is just believing because you know what? They did it once. They can do it again. I'm taking that. I think it can happen. 
Remember the remember the coach yesterday? Uh who um uh the uh running back uh Applewhite. Yeah, Applewhite. Applewhite. You showed me once, you can do it again. What yeah. they showed you once, they can do it again. And they only need what? One and then okay, how many pay, how many games in the Big Ten tournament? Three, four? Yeah, I think from their position four. <laughs> so hey yeah, so four, five, seven five more games. To win. Okay. Hey, seven more games. What you know, what's seven games, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Why not? And then anything can happen. And then anything can happen. You know, what if they snuck in the final four? <laughs> All right, Bob. Thanks for calling in. I've uh, done the first thing smoking on that. I'd, shoot, I'd be at that game if that happens. No question. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, those are those are fun uh, kind of dreamland scenarios. And, and and who knows? I mean, these things, like we said, we, we kind of pointed out teams that have made runs. Um, they're few and far between. It's not every year, but um, you know, kind of Oregon State last year wasn't expected to do it. They they did win the Pac-12. Um, it's going to be hard to win the Big Ten. Don't get me wrong. And I don't necessarily expect it to happen, but I do want to at least see fight, right? Like you want to see um, maybe more, most importantly to me, and it's kind of sad, but you have to start somewhere is that first round game. If they can do that, if they can, if they can send somebody home early, maybe, maybe you didn't play it out the season that you've finished ahead of them in the standings, but then you could argue, Hey, we weren't the worst team in the big 10. And that's not, you know, that's not the preseason goal or anything like that, but that's what it looks like right now in the standings. So uh, they need to, they need to prove that to me or, you know, like, like I said, with one of these final games, I mean, spoil Wisconsin's championship or outright championships beat Wisconsin uh, in their final game. They're going to have a lot to obviously play for there. They're, they're, they'll literally probably be playing for the championship. Um, so that's going to be kind of difficult. But, you know, Ohio State, you know, just get a top 25 victory here at the end. Um, and, I, and I think I, it just it, – you. I just want to see that feel-good moment um, one more time for Nebraska because there haven't been enough of them this year. Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if there's any women on the team, but you know, if, to click their heels twice in Alice in Wonderland, and you know, <laughs> or you know, maybe they're Neo and uh, Morpheus is standing before them right now, and he's got <laughs> the red and the blue pill, and he's like, you know, take the red pill and I'll show you how deep the rabbit hell goes. I mean, <laughs> maybe we stuck in the matrix right now. Maybe that's where we at, man. Morpheus has got it in his hand. Neo, Nebraska Husker basketball team, you wear red, take the red pill. Maybe you will end up in the tournament. I mean, that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I, it feels yeah, like. Think about Fred Hoiberg, right? <laughs> Y'all in the matrix right now. Fred Hoiberg is Morpheus. He's standing with two pills. One's red, one's blue. <laughs> We red Huskers, baby. Take the red field. We going to the tournament. Let's go. I saw, like we were talking about it earlier with me, myself and Nate. Is it's it feels like there is just some sort of curse or some sort of thing hovering around Nebraska where the the sports got it's not it's not just football but basketball too and now is is included where it's just like you know the the football team was better than a three and nine team. You could see it. I mean, they they'd prove it on on a weekly basis, but then they'd also prove to you why they were that three and nine team. Um, you know, and, and again, I feel kind of the same way about the basketball team. Again, it's not the most complete basketball team I've ever seen. Um, they they definitely have some holes and some things they need to work on, but they don't look like a two or three win Big Ten team. They look like they could at least put you know, for what it's worth, six or seven wins together. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think they're very capable of that, and that's. That's why I'm saying. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know why I said that. I don't think I'm a seer. I don't think I have a crystal ball sitting over here at my house or anything like that, or the the magic eight ball. But 
<laughs> I, I, that really just popped up in my head. Like, man, I mean, has that ever happened? Has a has a team like really that bad in the conference, like literally just got hot? I mean, it can happen. Teams can get hot. And, and it's not a matter of being hot all season. It's a matter about when you get hot. I mean, I, I mean, that's what happened with us when we won our Big A tournament. Um, it, it was one of those things where we got mad. I mean, we we lost we lost to Missouri with Pike taking a last second shot that goes in the rim. It does the toilet bowl thing. It goes like halfway down and rolls out for us to beat them. Now we lose that game. How in the heck? I I mean, I've been playing basketball a long time. I know it's in the rule book. But I have never seen a block charge. The guy closest to the play calls an offensive foul. And the guy from uh, away from the play comes in and calls a block. And they end up, I think, getting the ball or shooting free throws or something like that crazy. And it ended up costing the game to the point where Danny Nee almost went down the hall to get at the refs. I mean, it was we, we oh, was geez. we was upset. We were mad. I mean, we were on fire. So we go into the Big Ten tournament a couple of days later. I think we beat Oklahoma after that. We ended up beating Oklahoma State and then maybe Kansas State. And we made a little run at the end of the season, got to even 7-7 seven and seven record, found ourselves going into the tournament, blast Oklahoma in the first game. Then we play revenge on Missouri, and we're like, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get y'all. And we beat the brakes off them. And then we go in and have to beat Oklahoma State again. And we did. I mean, it was just getting hot at the right time. I think we expended our energy. I really did. I, I think we that was probably our best season to to make a run at the at the at the NCAA championships uh, that year, at least to get to an eight. But yeah. I think we expended our energy. I know yeah. we got to take a break. That was just a, a memory down. I mean, a, hey, it's a, a fun a, memory, memory though. Lane. But <laughs> but but I mean, that's what happened. We got hot. It, it, you know, if they could just kind of just 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 sit down and maybe just catch a spark or something, man, why can't it happen? That was just a thought I had, but we got to take a break. We get, we're up against it right now. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about the end, uh, the MMA situation with one of uh, the greatest of all time there at the MMA, Cain Velasquez having some trouble. We'll come back and talk about that when we come back on the block. Mm-hmm. 